This is Inside Purple and Gold. Welcome back to Inside Purple and Gold. I'm Dane Mizutani alongside our friend Will Raggetts from SI.com. Give him a follow. It's at Will Raggetts. Raggetts is R-A-G-A-T-Z. And then give us a follow too. Or Inside Purple and Gold anywhere you get your podcasts. We're on Apple, Spotify, recently on Google Podcasts. If you like what you hear, rate, review, uh, give us five stars. We got a one-star review last or a few weeks ago. Not sure what, what, what was going on there, Will, but it is what it is. Um, it wasn't your me. tweet yesterday, it wasn't, it wasn't Will. Um, hopefully it wasn't Will. <laughs> yesterday, Will fired off this tweet. It was right after Frank Reich came out and said Matt Ryan is dealing with a shoulder injury. or I don't know what the injury was. I think it's shoulder, but they're moving to Sam Ellinger full-time. Um, Sam Ellinger is now going to be the starting quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. So Will fired off this tweet at 109 yesterday on Tuesday or on Monday, it would have been seven of the final 11 QBs on the Viking schedule. Taylor Heineke. He said Mac Jones, but it might be Bailey Zappi now after that debacle of how the Patriots handled that QB situation yesterday. Who knows? Mac Jones slash Bailey Zappi, Zach Wilson, Jared Goff, the aforementioned Sam Ellinger, Daniel Jones, and Justin Fields. And then Will sent a follow-up tweet. My apologies for putting Daniel Jones onto this list. He's been good. Replace him with Aaron Rodgers. So, little dig. Um, but hard to argue. Daniel Jones has arguably been better than Aaron Rodgers this year, as crazy as it is to sound. It got me thinking, yes, the Vikings have had super fortunate injury luck on with themselves. They've also benefited from other teams just seemingly always getting injured constantly getting hurt whether it's the starting quarterback on the other team they've played Andy Dalton this year because of Jameis's broken back uh you know that you look just across to the schedule so far like they've really benefited from from injury luck and and that's what looks like it's going to continue to be the case the rest of the way so I thought why not rank the quarterbacks the Vikings have left on their schedule there are 11 games left on the schedule, so 11 quarterbacks, I guess 12 if we're going to do like the Mac Jones slash Bailey Zappi. But I thought we'd just go in reverse order, 11 all the way up to one. Not spoiling anything here. Josh Allen is number one. Um, like Will said, he is an alien. And in three weeks, the Vikings will have to face that. And I, I'm curious how it down until this defense is going to look against Josh Allen. So, Josh Allen's one. He's one on my list. He's one on Will's list. I, I already know. Uh, but Will, who do you have at eleven? Um, and we'll just kind of uh, you 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 name your guy. I'll name my guy. We'll work our way up. Discuss kind of the, the the similarities and differences. Yeah, eleven. I've got Sam Ellinger, um, who just I mean doesn't really seem like an NFL starting quarterback. He was like a sixth <laughs> round pick, undersized. One of those like gritty tough like college captain players who was good he was good at texas but like fell to the sixth round for a reason that you one quick thing i want to say is like you mentioned um the injury luck here and i don't even know how much that really is a factor when you look at this list because the two injury replacements are like sam ellinger for matt ryan matt ryan's been awful and then taylor <laughs> heineke for carson wentz and it's like i'm not even sure that that's really a downgrade anyways because carson wentz has also been super turnover prone and awful. So, um, yeah, it, it's there's a little bit less experience when you when you do those two, but um, 
I don't know how much my uh, placement on this list would have differed if if uh, those two guys were healthy. Matt Ryan wouldn't have been 11th, though, I'll say that. And Sam Ellinger is. Yeah, Sam, Sam Ellinger's my number 11, too. Just, I said, I have it on my list, like 11 question mark. Like, we just don't know anything about this guy, but, like, he was a sixth-round pick for a reason. Like, I don't think they're moving on to Sam Ellinger because they think he's the QB of the future. I think Matt Ryan is hurt and they realize also like Matt Ryan is no longer good. So he's 11 to me going to Sam Ellinger legitimately might be like an effort to lose as many games as possible and be in position to, to if not select like Bryce Young or CJ Stroud to like be close enough to trade up for them. That's a, yeah, very good point. I like. I don't think he is part of their long term plan, and he is eleven on our list for that reason. Ten, I had Zach Wilson. I, I, you could, I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks in contention for ten on this list, but Zach Wilson, I I liked him coming out of college. I thought it was like his highlights were cool. I thought he had a big arm. I thought that was fun. He stinks. He like I I do not believe in him anymore. I don't think the Jets believe in him anymore. I think Brees Hall was buoying that offense and now he's hurt. So it's, we're really going to see how good Zach Wilson truly is. Um, I don't think he's very good. Who, who was 10 yeah. for you? Yeah. I had Zach Wilson as well. He's, he's been awful. He's, he's not the Jets quarterback of the future. And that team is five and two, but they go Patriots, Bills, Patriots, I think bears, Vikings, Bills again. So I think it's going to fall off pretty quick. Yeah. It could go sideways. Who'd you have? Who'd you have nine? Um, I had Jared Goff at nine, okay. which I don't know. Maybe that's a little controversial, but I I just don't really see it with Jared Goff. He was he was interesting a little bit at the beginning of the year, but I I, I just don't think he's very good. I had him nine too. We're on we're on the same wavelength oh, okay. through right. three guys. Like I the four court the four touchdown game against Washington was cool the the shootout against Seattle was cool but like the past two weeks we've seen who Jared Goff is and it's he's not very good and it's the Lions desperately need to draft a quarterback this year um they just need to tear certain parts of the entire organization down I think they have a couple of good pieces and in DeAndre Swift who can never stay healthy and Amon Ross St. Brown maybe Jamison Williams but Jared Goff is not the answer um, he's nine on this list eight. And, and I think maybe we'll start to differ here because like, frankly, like six through eight, I think we could probably go either way. I had Taylor Heineke, but I would be fine if, if like you had someone else because like, Taylor Heineke has been, been good. They seem to rally around him whenever he's on the field, he is a backup, but I think you're not wrong in what you said about like, he might not be even a downgrade compared to how Carson Wentz has looked in the, in the fight, like the three weeks before he, he kind of hit the IR. I had Heineke there, but like, I didn't feel great about it because of the people I put it in front of him. I just think he's a backup quarterback and the Vikings should handle someone like that. Yeah. I think, I think they should handle him for sure. And, and I probably gave him like a little bit of a biased bump because he, just played pretty well against the Packers at times. And um, Mm -hmm. I just like his story, like undrafted guy played in the XFL. So I, I did not have him at eight. I had Mac Jones slash Bailey Zappi at eight after watching both of them just stink it up against the bears uh, in prime time. Good segue. Cause I had him at seven and and we were splitting hairs there because 
I don't think Mac Jones is good. I'm not sure Bailey Zappi is the savior. He, I know he's not the savior that, that New England fans want him to be. I think the way that the Patriots have handled that entire quarterback situation is is just a, a recipe for disaster the rest of the way. Um, Bill Belichick was asked like if Mac Jones is healthy today as your starting quarterback and he didn't commit to him. Like, I think that thing is going to go up in flames. Um, I think by the time the Vikings see the Patriots on Thanksgiving night, like who knows, I don't know who the quarterback's going to be. And I don't think it's really going to matter, but I had them at seven. You had them at eight. I think it's, we're pretty close there. Yeah. And then I had Heineke at seven. uh, And then I'll just say I had, I had Justin Fields, at six um couldn't quite bring myself to put taylor heineke over justin fields even though fields hasn't been great at, which is putting it lightly this year and, and last year I, it seems like he's starting to to turn a corner a little bit the bears finally used some like designed runs for him which mm-hmm. seems so obvious like it took you halfway through his second season to figure out that like you should use some designed runs with this incredible athlete and so i don't but if they're going to continue to doing that, that could that could really unlock um, Justin Fields' game. And he still has a ton of natural arm talent. Like there is a reason why he was such a highly touted prospect coming out of Ohio State. But um, yeah, the the running and kind of the, the dual threat aspect is is what kind of unlocks his his full potential. Yeah, I had him. I had him there. I had him six as well. Like just because of how he looked last night. Like I might have put him in a different like lower down the list. If he didn't look impressive against the Patriots, um, he's, this is the same Justin Fields that on Thursday night football put up seven points against the commanders. Um, but even in that game, they had started to use a little bit more of his legs. Um, hopefully like for the sake of the NFL, for the sake of Justin Fields, like, cause I think the NFL would be better if Justin Fields was good. Like, that the bears just continue to, to realize what they have in this kid and don't force him to be some sort of like pocket passer, um, when he has like another weapon, uh, you know, as a part of his, his game, his skill set. I had him six. Speaking of running quarterbacks, I had Daniel Jones five. I don't know who you had five, but Daniel Jones rushed for over a hundred yards this past weekend. He has the giants playing really good football. Brian Dable is a mastermind. Um, that's a shout out to reference to Taylor Swift, whose album was great, but Brian, Brian Dable is a mastermind. Um, Daniel Jones is playing really good football didn't really have it in me to put him much higher than five. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree necessarily if you bumped him ahead of one guy on this list. Um, who'd you have five? Yeah, I, um, I, I love the Taylor Swift reference, by the way. I had actually Kyler Murray at five. Okay. Um, I think Daniel Jones is playing better football than Kyler Murray right now. Um, yeah, I don't know that there's a whole lot that needs to even be elaborated on. Like, I, I was just looking at the numbers, like, um, kind of basic passer rating, QBR, all that. And then also, like, there's this EPA, expected points added, and, and completion percentage of overexpected, this, like, composite score um, that mm-hmm. I find kind of a useful advanced metric for QBs. And Daniel Jones is way above of Kyler Murray on that list. Like, based on past history, Kyler Murray has been better, for sure, but... Right now, I, I I take Daniel Jones. So I had Kyler Murray at five and Daniel Jones at four. I I couldn't. Well, I won't I won't get ahead of my, ahead of myself there. But I assume you had. Do you have Kyler at four? I have Kyler at four, and and so we just flip flopped there. 
Who did you have three? Because we know, okay, so we know everyone, Josh Allen's one. So right now we're we're between Dak Prescott and Aaron Rodgers. And we just, we spent like a significant portion of this podcast talking about how Aaron Rodgers is washed. But I had him at two still. And I think that's just like, I, I think that's just something like, I've seen him too many times, like just flip a switch and turn it on. He should probably be third on this list behind Dak Prescott. But I, I still just think Aaron Rodgers, th- you know, the arm talent he still has at this age. And I, I would assume at some point he's going to get on the same page with, with his horrible receiving core, at least a little, or just start force feeding the ball to Aaron, Aaron Jones and Robert Tunyon. Like, I think he's, a fraction better than Dak Prescott. I'm also not a huge Dak Prescott guy. Like, I think he's fine. Um, what'd you do? Yeah, I I am in the same boat as you where Aaron Rodgers has this kind of this aura over him because of this incredible career he's had and how good he's been. And I, like, yeah, I've lived in Minnesota my whole life. I've watched Aaron Rodgers play against the Vikings for a long time and just – Pre-Mike Zimmer, I mean, just tore them up. And then even during the Zimmer era, he still generally fared pretty well. Um, with all of that said, based on right now, again, I have Dak Prescott 2 and Aaron Rodgers 3. I, I, I'm a Dak guy. I think Dak's good. I think he gets over-criticized by the, uh, the Dallas media uh, and maybe the national public as well. Um, it, it's close, but I, I just think right now I'd, I'd take – it's the same. It's the same reason I had Daniel Jones over Kyler Murray. Like this isn't this isn't past past years. It's just right now. I think Dak Prescott. I mean, I know he's only played one game since coming back from an injury, mm-hmm. uh, and wasn't necessarily awesome against the Lions. But yeah, I, I'd take him over Rodgers right now. Maybe that's crazy it's to say. Fun. But no, I mean it's it. Aaron Rodgers has been not good, and I think yeah. that's a probably a good way to wrap up this podcast. Like what like. He hasn't been good so far, and and that is a big reason that I think the Vikings should feel good moving forward in in the NFC North and kind of to a to a further degree in the NFC as a whole. Like the league is down this year, the quarterback play is down this year. Kirk Cousins has not been great. He's been good enough in moments. I think Aaron Rodgers is a good microcosm of how the NFL has gone this year. Like a a, a guy who dominated for so long taking a significant step back and opening the door for teams like a five and one Vikings to kind of push forward. So you got Aaron Rodgers three on that list. I got no problem with it. I, I, I think he is someone who has fallen off a bit. I will be curious to see how the next month, month and a half plays out. Uh, that's all we got today for this episode of inside purple and gold. Will, thank you so much for joining us. Everyone go give him a follow. It's at will Raggett's on Twitter. Um, had a great time chatting with him today. Read his stuff on SI.com. Um, for Will Raggett's, I'm Dane Mizutani. Thanks for listening. We are out.